Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. Welcome back. Welcome, sisters, to another episode of A Sister and Her Mister. That was a little bit too, like, professional there. I got used to saying it, and I feel like the sisters are used to hearing me say it. Yes. It's been a while that we've done a just an episode with us two. Yeah. I think we did, like, literally three or four episodes in a row where it was, like, interview style done over Zoom with <laughs> doctors and experts in the in the medical field. But it's good to be just us two for a minute. Yeah. I mean, I did- missed you. Did ya? I mean, we were together all this time, but you know, like, <laughs> it's different when it's a podcast, just us two. Yeah, like, I feel like I miss venting into the mic, you know, talking about our lives, our tomatoes, and what's <laughs> going on in the garden. Well, we'll give you all a quick garden update. I have maybe about 70 tomatoes, 70, 7D <laughs> uh, tomatoes, like, growing from seed. Some of them are, like, ready to be planted in the ground. Some are still at baby stage because I kind of, like... Um, time them differently some of them are dying there's mm-hmm. something called damping off where like the bottom of the stem of the tomato plant will slowly start to get smaller and smaller until it just like falls over i'm experiencing that with like maybe 20 of them hoping oh. that only only it's those 20 and we'll still have a harvest <laughs> Six. Tw- wait 70 minus 20 is 50 so if 50 wow, survives wow babe that's a lot of tomatoes yeah, I mean, if not, I'm just going to have to go to the store and buy already grown tomato from the nursery and just plant that. So, like, this yeah. growing from seed shit is very unnecessary. It is, but you're trying something new no, and know, it's I fun. I know. I want I to grow from seed and <laughs> I think I'll continue doing it. But, you know, it's fun. It's so much work. Wow, it's a lot of work. Every day, I'm, I'm going off now. Every day, every morning, I have to take five boxes of tomatoes from the garage and put it outside. And They're like trays. Yeah, trays. Yeah, it's in a tray. But there's five trays, so it doesn't sound like a lot, but you have to pick them up one by one, take it outside, and same thing And in the evening. Doing that every day is exhausting because, you know. We went to Hermosa Beach for a week, and then my dad had to do it, so it was like. <laughs> kind of messed it up, but, you know, it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. It's a lot of work, and it's worth it. Yeah. Tomato mania. <laughs> we'll see all what right. I do with it. What PCOS friendly concoction well, I can... That's the thing. There's so many different types. Like I have um, Supremo Roma tomato, mm-hmm. which is like specific for making paste. paste. And then I have one that's like for jarring, the Ace 55 tomato. Mm. And then I have uh, another one that's just for like beefsteak that you cut into sandwiches, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So there's so many different types. Like you're going to have... I'm going to do all of it. Yeah. You tell better. me what to do and I'll do it. All right. Well, on that note, let's start the episode. Yeah. Let's get serious. Let's get serious, people. So uh, we want to kick this off, kick this episode off with a little poll from the sisterhood. So we do a poll every week in the in our private Facebook group in the sisterhood, and we love to see how sisters respond, what um, what the majority of people are feeling towards these questions and things like that. And the question for this week was, "What's your unique carb tolerance?" Mm-hmm. This is interesting to see, like, what is the majority of sisters and their carb tolerance? Of course, this answer doesn't mean like. This is what you should be at, but it's kind of good to know where everybody lays. Mm-hmm. 
So 7% said less than 50 grams of carbs a day. 8% said between 120 and 150 grams of carbs a day. 14% said 60 to 90 grams of carbs a day. And 37% said 90 to 120 grams of carbs per day. So most of the people said 90 to 120 grams of carbs. Yeah. And I feel like the sisters who responded to this were sisters who had watched our Discovering Your Carb Tolerance chapter in the sisterhood. So Mm -hmm. they like discovered it. And I think it's very surprising that the majority of them are 90 to 120 grams of carbs. Yeah, because I think most people think they have to cut it drastically to 50 grams or less or you know, yeah. somewhere in the keto range. And only 7% said 50 grams of carbs or less. I think yeah. that is very telling of the fact that you don't have to just not eat carbs anymore mm-hmm. just to lose weight with PCOS. There are other ways. And I'm personally in the 90 to 120 grams of carbs range. Yeah. So... And if you're wondering where the remaining votes are, because if you add up all the percentage, we don't get 100. (laughs) The remaining votes were, I don't know mine yet. So for those that don't know, that's okay. There's a lot of people that don't know what their carb tolerance is. It takes time to figure that out. And we have all the resources for you on this podcast and especially in the sisterhood where you can join and find all that kind of information. But yeah, good to know. 90 to 120 grams was a leading answer. Mm -hmm. Second place, 60 to 90. Mm -hmm. And third and fourth was 120 and less than 50 grams. So yeah, good to know. Yeah, I think it's very telling. Yeah. All right. Uh, With that note, uh, we also wanted to let you know about actually our um, summer promo, uh, our four-week meal and workout plan that is out today. And it's to essentially get you ready with a four-week plan, um, get you ready for the summer. Yes, we designed it specifically for PCOS weight loss. All of the ingredients I chose in the meal plan, all of the workouts that Sirak designed are specifically designed with our method. The meals are gluten and dairy free and the workouts are slow weighted workouts. And also you can follow the four week meal and workout plan in whatever carb tolerance range you're in. So um, you'll be able to discover your carb tolerance and pick the range that you want to follow and pick that meal plan and go for it. So we break it down as simply as possible for you. That's the four-week meal and workout plan. Yeah, and the best thing about this actually right now is during this launch, you will get one year free access to the Sisterhood app. Mm-hmm. The app, the one app. year free. A whole year. It doesn't cost extra. It doesn't, no extra cost at all. This is a, only a special promo that we run during this summer launch and during the new year so for this summer launch just know you don't pay any extra but you still get one year free access to the app check it out you have a whole year free to learn how to use the app and if you don't like it at the end of the year you don't have to keep it so it's a great way to just have a full access to it yes i have to learn how to say sisterhood Sisterhood? I keep like going like sisterhood. All these years and you haven't said It's because I'm trying to say like the sisterhood, but like that's where I mess up. You're emphasizing the t. Yeah, I'm just just a fool. Sisterhood. Sisterhood. There you go. The sisterhood. You're saying it right. Okay. Don't overthink it. All right. But yeah, let's go into today's topic, which is how to reverse PCOS with diet. And we all know that good nutrition has tons of health benefits. It can boost your immunity. It's great for your bones, decreases your risk of certain diseases, and helps you maintain a healthy body weight. But especially for PCOS, it can actually be really helpful in managing your PCOS symptoms and reversing the symptoms and putting them into remission. Yeah. PCOS 
can't be cured, okay? It's not going to go away and just be gone. We have to change our diet and lifestyle to support PCOS so we can reverse our symptoms. And that's what's really important to focus on when you're making lifestyle changes. You want to make sure that you're making changes that are sustainable for you, that feel good, that actually help your symptoms and prevent them from getting worse and turning into long-term complications like type 2 diabetes or heart disease. So Mm -hmm. it's really important um, to make these changes and we're going to walk you through some of the components to reversing PCOS. Yes. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body, but with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. All right. So um, there'll be different We're going through different tips. We have about, I want to say like 10, 12 different tips that we'll give you on how to reverse your PCOS diet. And the first one, I mean, we're going back to this already, but the first one is discovering your carb tolerance. Now, this is really important because carbs are generally regarded as a, like, no at all. No having no carbs, have less than 40, 50 grams, and just go keto. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to our podcast through all our episodes and our social media platforms, then you know that... It's not really about cutting out carbs. It's rather learning about how many carbs is right for you. So you don't necessarily have to go low carb. But um, when you discover your carb tolerance, it may be less than others. Yeah. And for anyone who's wondering how to discover your carb tolerance, I go into depth about it in the Sisterhood app. But basically what you're going to do is start around 100 to 120 to 150 grams of carbs and slowly lower your intake as you monitor your symptoms to find the amount of carbs per day that makes you feel satisfied, happy, like you're not craving more food or like a bottomless pit of hunger, you know, something satisfying range. Yes, exactly. Our second tip is consider cutting out gluten and dairy. So we talk a lot about going gluten and dairy free, and it's really about giving it 30 days to see if it's right for you. So gluten and dairy are both known to worsen symptoms for women with PCOS. When you absorb dairy and gluten proteins, it can trigger an inflammatory response. And this is basically when your immune system attacks your own healthy cells. When this occurs, it leads to more weight gain, acne, uh, digestive problems, and more. So if you want to consider cutting out gluten and dairy, it could be a good start to see how that affects your symptoms. Yeah, doing that for 30 days and just seeing if you're sensitive to gluten and dairy and if it's 
aggravating those underlying root issues of your PCOS, like inflammation and insulin resistance, it can be really life-changing. So that's Mm -hmm. why we always say just try it for 30 days. And I mean, that's essentially where the four-week plan comes in. Yeah, exactly. That's how we created it. Yeah, the four-week plan is a great kickstart because all the meals are designed by a PCOS dietitian, Tallinn, and a chef uh, that we are very close friends with. And if you know the backstory, we literally recorded the four-week meal and workout plan like uh, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. We like rented a house, got all this crazy professional um, equipment. Like we hired, like literally we hired a film crew. Yeah. And every single meal has a full video that shows a step-by-step of how to make that meal for breakfast, lunch, dinner. And every workout is a full-length workout. And some of them are with other people like we have we have some of them with Tallinn's friend another one with Tallinn's sister and you basically do like a group workout with them with me too of course yeah so it's really fun the videos make it fun to apply you know because then you're like doing it with us yeah and also I wanted to uh, add too because like sometimes like a lot of meal plans or you're you're making like this fancy meal every single day for Mm -hmm. breakfast lunch dinner and it's like exhausting the way we've yeah. designed it is that you make large servings, for example, breakfast, and then you, you space them out for several days of the week. Mm-hmm. So you're only cooking once or twice for um, for some of these meals. Yeah. You have a batch. You're not like hustling every morning to like put together a breakfast. Yeah. So the next tip to reversing PCOS is eating three to four meals a day. And so I find that a lot of people ask me, like, should I be snacking? Should I be grazing throughout the day? But I really stick to eating three to four meals because that is going to keep your insulin levels stable and give them a chance in between meals to come back down, your insulin levels to come back down and that is going to help with your insulin resistance. When insulin is high all day, because you're, let's say you're snacking all day, then that's going to block fat burning. And that's really important because what we're doing is supporting our metabolism by eating only three to four times per day um, and really thinking about insulin and what's going on with that hormone. And so we want to like critically think like, how are we going to help our PCOS bodies improve metabolism and lose weight? And it's not just about like how many calories you're having. It also has to do with how many times you eat. So yeah. three to four. All right. Our next tip is to add in some herbal tea. Herbal? Or is it herbal. Herbal? Herbal. Herbal. Add some herbal tea to your daily diet. So unsweetened herbal... Herbal? Herbal. God damn it. Why, is, why did I have to learn English so far, so late in my oh, life? C-Duck. 11 years old. <laughs> Stop. It's actually nine years old. Anyway, herbal tea has several health benefits for women with PCOS. It has healthy vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, a lot of which can jumpstart your metabolism, reduce stress, give you good sleep, which is really important for those with cortisol dysregulation and help regulate moods. Now, we have we even have some examples for you. So, for example, and keep in mind... Um, majority of these we recommend the decaf version because a lot of time caffeine can affect your PCOS symptoms negatively but keep in mind if you have like one cup of caffeinated tea should be okay for most people but you know be aware of how that affects your symptoms so green white and black teas they're all great especially green tea decaf because they contain antioxidants anti-inflammatory and they boost your metabolism there's also peppermint and spearmint tea we talk about this all the time but these are really Um, especially good for lowering testosterone levels. Cinnamon is really good for improving insulin resistance and relieving stress. 
Ginger is, again, anti-inflammatory. It regulates um, female hormones, and it's really good for your gut. Uh, gut? Why I said it like that? <laughs> uh, next one is licorice. How do I say licorice so good, but I can't say herbal? I don't know. So licorice root, licorice, uh, it reduces testosterone and heals cravings. Oh, my God. Keep your stuff okay. together, Tommy. So next is eating more fiber. Fiber, you can find it in your whole grains, gluten-free grains, berries, leafy greens, dark leafy greens, beans. These are all great sources of fiber. And they're great for your digestion. And they're also great for your liver because your body is going to detoxify the excess hormones that are just floating around and excrete them. And so fiber is really important in this process, as we all know. Mm -hmm. And it just helps with regulating hormone imbalances and lowering cholesterol maintaining healthy insulin levels when you pair carbs with fiber you're going to slowly absorb those carbs and they're not going to like absorb quickly into your bloodstream and create this huge spike in blood sugar so when you pair it with fiber it slowly absorbs your blood sugar doesn't have this huge high and then low and it's really important to make sure that at least half your plate is fiber yes all right next one is staying hydrated so we all know how important water is. I'm sure you've already been told a million times by every health guru out there, drink more water. But when you learn the reasons why, it really helps to kind of like put that um, idea in your head more. So when you're properly hydrated, everything just runs smoother. You'll see improvements in your digestion, acne, joint pain, energy, headaches, blood circulation, mental focus, and it also helps with your appetite. So if you're feeling cravings all throughout the day, a lot of times some of that can be due to dehydration. When you're dehydrated, your body actually will crave food because food also has some amount of water in it. So it makes the weight loss process much easier when you add in that water about, you know, 100 to 120 ounces of water a day. I think that comes out to, wait, is that right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's about, yeah. Right. That's about the daily recommendation. So My Stanley Cup is like 40 ounces. And I try to drink like three of them if I can get it. Speaking of the Stanley Cup, we're not talking about hockey here. We're talking about the Stanley Water Cup. Mm -hmm. We just gave one away. Not just gave one, but we did a giveaway in the Sisterhood. Um, I think it was either a month or two months ago. It was a water challenge. And one of, one of the winners got the Stanley Cup. So that was yes. exciting. All right, next, increasing your magnesium intake. So magnesium is one of the minerals that PCOS women have to be really mindful of because women with PCOS are almost 20 times more likely to have a magnesium deficiency. So, I mean, that's why we included it in our supplement line, in our multivitamin. It is super important if you have inflammation, which all of us do. It's essential if you have insulin resistance. Um, it can help with period pain, stress management, helping you relax and sleep better mm -hmm. and so this magnesium deficiency that like runs rampant in pcos women can be the root issue to a lot of issues a lot of pcos symptoms that, issues you know mm -hmm. we got to take care of absolutely issues <laughs> all right next one just chugging along here. Chugging along. Next one is decreasing your sodium intake. So sodium can be a, a, one of the culprits of high blood pressure and heart disease. And keep in mind that PCOS women are usually more susceptible to heart disease. So it doesn't mean to cut out salt like completely because salt is actually good for you. It has lots of great benefits. Just be aware of some cer certain foods that have a lot of sodium packed in. Like for example, beef jerky has so much and cured meats. Any cured meat 
and like things like beef jerky will have more than the daily value of salt. So just keep in mind of those. And sometimes like savory snacks and certain breads will have them too. So just keep in mind, we're not talking about cut out sodium because sodium is really important and that's where you'll, you can get essential minerals. Just be aware of the some snacks and certain foods that have really high levels of sodium. That's true. That's true. They sneak up on you. Yeah. So avoiding processed sugars is the next one. They break down really quickly. They make your blood sugar go up really quickly. Um, it just like shoots up and then it worsens PCOS symptoms because our body releases a lot of insulin and then we get more insulin resistant, which leads to symptoms like weight gain, fatigue, a lowered immune system. You constantly feel hungry. It's really important to make sure that you're trying to avoid processed sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, of course there's going to be some here and there, like, I'm not trying to say like all or nothing here, but just doing your best to reduce your intake as best as you can is important. Like, for example, I get a lot of questions in the DMS. Can I add honey to my tea or like a teaspoon of sugar? And my answer is try not to, um, and reduce your intake because it's just an unnecessary spike in your blood sugar, um, in the middle of the day. Uh, for this next one, I'm going to sing a little song. What? A three. Wait, count me down. Three, a two, a three, two, one. Rolling down the street, smoking in dough, sipping on gin and juice, laid back. Got my mind and my money and my money and my mind. What All right. Next one is reducing your alcohol and caffeine intake your gin and your juice the gin and the juice you got to put it down (laughs) sisters you got to put that gin and juice down no i'm just kidding but we're talking about reducing your alcohol and caffeine because both of them can contribute to different pcos symptoms alcohol is full of carbs that raise your blood sugar levels and disrupt your sleep so even one glass if you're drinking glass of wine every night we're not trying to make you feel bad at all we're just letting you know drinking one glass of wine a night could be holding you back because that's turning into sugar in your body in your body (laughs) and then that's going to affect how good you sleep and we all know little sleep further worsens insulin resistance so excess of alcohol can make your other pco symptoms worse and a lot of women struggle with fatty liver Mm -hmm. and that's from being insulin resistant and drinking alcohol makes that worse and That's definitely something you want to take as seriously as possible and reverse. You do not want that to go get worse and worse over time throughout the years and lead to something awful like cirrhosis. Yeah, absolutely. And then second part of that, the caffeine. So we're not trying to, you know, make you guys mad here by talking about caffeine and alcohol and stuff. But we're just we're just we're just talking the we're just the messengers. But what happens with caffeine is that it stimulates your nervous system to make you more alert. But your body does this by producing more cortisol, a.k.a. your stress hormone. And cortisol, when it's in balance with melatonin, is helpful for keeping you calm but awake. However, when one or the other gets out of whack, you get stressed or tired throughout the day. So if your cortisol levels are high all throughout the day, then that leaves you feeling like anxiety, fatigued. And then at night, if that doesn't get balanced, then you can't sleep. And the cycle continues every day. So if that's the case for you, then it may be time to cut down the caffeine intake, drink a little bit less, try to see if you can cut it out completely, and then reintroduce it back into your diet slowly. That would help a lot. 
All right, next, eating proteins and healthy fats. So proteins help your body properly absorb sugar and that helps stabilize your blood sugar. That's why I say 35 grams of protein for breakfast, super important to set yourself up for good blood sugar control throughout the day. And I mean, I get mine from protein powder in the morning and like chicken for lunch, choosing things like beans and lentils as carbs. This is really important to like think about when you're designing your meal or you know following the four-week meal and workout plan (laughs) we've already (laughs) thought out for you (laughs) but i'm just saying okay and so healthy fats do the same thing they help you slowly absorb the carbs that are broken down into sugar into your bloodstream so it's very important to lower inflammation um, weight gain fatigue food sensitivities all of that yeah exactly and to go back to what talian said too like we created a four-week meal and workout plan not like out of thin air, we created it with all these tips in mind. So the eating the proteins, including the fiber, including the different teas that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll get to the other tips too, but like all of these things are literally designed into the four-week meal and workout plan so that you're doing them, like the herbs, you're doing them herbal. Um, (laughs) The herbs? You're you're doing them like just automatically by just following the Mm -hmm. meal and workout plan. So... It's like when I was diagnosed with PCOS, I was like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm so sick of this. It's one of those things where you're like, okay, just tell me what to do. Yeah. There it is. And then uh, we're we're almost done. We have two more left. Um, The next one is eating your fruits and vegetables. We, We know that fruits and vegetables are good for everyone. But if you have PCOS, you could particularly benefit from daily dose of fruits and veggies, especially the ones that are high, higher in fiber because they make you feel fuller longer, they support digestion, and they include all the additional vitamins and minerals you don't get from just like normal food. Yeah, not to mention like the vitamin C, for example, that comes from strawberries or kale or oranges. This is actually like it builds up in your body and well, I mean, you actually pee it out, but you... <laughs> It benefits your body when you consistently consume it because it's supporting your adrenal glands and your adrenal glands are often stressed out because of PCOS, you know, so everything that you choose to put into your body hopefully is supporting the components that are driving PCOS. Yes. Last but not least. Last but not least. Be intentional about the herbs and spices that you use. Okay, this was really important to me when we designed the four-week meal and workout plan because herbs and spices are like adaptogenic. They help heal you. They help with your androgen levels and your insulin levels. And when you use them mindfully and when you make it like taste good too, like in the meals, Mm -hmm. you're nourishing yourself now you have created a nourishing meal you're not just like baking some chicken broccoli and some rice you know it's it's about like the components the ingredients that you choose um the way that it's benefiting you lowering inflammation and helping with your cortisol levels Mm -hmm. that's what's really important when you're designing a meal for pcos um cinnamon turmeric ginseng like all of these can be so beneficial for us yeah especially cinnamon and turmeric yeah. for our blood sugar 100 percent, 100 percent. 100 that is all the diet tips we have for reversing pcos we know that it can be overwhelming to apply all of these so we highly recommend to one not try to do everything at once like from this list try to maybe pick out three or four that you can start this month and 
maybe like you start one every single week and then you can slowly start adding them into your daily routine and maybe you can add three and four four more the next month so just try to take these tips one step at a time yes all right now we're on to the wins of the week we have some amazing ones from sisters who have actually followed the four-week plan yeah we had this really uh this really fun one from alicia alicia or alicia i don't know how do you say it alicia okay alicia keys it's Alicia Keys, everybody. No, I don't want to say her last name for privacy reasons, but her name is Alicia. And she she sent a comment in the Sisterhood private Facebook group. And there, these two comments are one week apart. So her first comment was, three-week win of the four-week program, down five pounds. I can't believe I'm seeing the scale go down. I haven't in so long. What a great motivation to kick off the final week. And then a week later, she sent uh, her uh, second message, finished the four-week weight loss program at seven and a half pounds down. I am beyond excited and can't wait to continue this journey. I can't thank Tyne and Sirak enough. Amazing. Alicia? Alicia. Alicia. I don't know. I'm guessing. Amazing job. (laughs) I mean, all the credit goes to you. You followed the plan. Yes. You made the commitment. So great job. And the great thing about the four-week plan is like once you do it your first time through, you can do it again as many times mm-hmm. as you want because you have lifetime access. Yeah. You're going to love the recipes and then you're going to want to like do them all the time. Yeah. I'm obsessed with some of them. All right. Next is a message from Jocelyn. She says, my absolute favorite Asian chicken and mushroom lettuce cups. And she posted a gorgeous picture of it. She says, I had originally started the four week challenge in May of last year and saw an 11 pound loss and was in awe. I had so much fun cooking and actually enjoyed what I made. My family even noticed my mood change to such happiness, enjoying this new lifestyle change. Oh my God, I could cry. <laughs> Unfortunately, some life events happened which swayed me off and I gave into my cravings. I was so embarrassed and ashamed of allowing that to throw me off the great progress I was making. I'm sorry, Tyne, for never responding to a message. I was so embarrassed to message back after falling off course. Oh, uh, my God. Don't feel bad. It's okay. I hope she's listening. Yeah. After managing some of the events that happened and talking with my family, I've been encouraged to go back and start again to a gluten and dairy free lifestyle. Seeing everyone's posts in this group gave me so much motivation to join in again and not be discouraged after a hiccup. I'm excited to begin the new year in a gluten and dairy free lifestyle and can't wait to post again with great progress. That's amazing. That's awesome. And that is such a testimony to your flexibility and like your perseverance you know, with PCOS, it takes time. It's a whole new lifestyle change. It's going to take you a minute to get used to it and continue applying it and life's going to happen and it might throw you off course and it's okay. Like life is going to happen and PCOS is with us forever. So we just got to navigate it, be flexible, do our best and hop back on when we're ready. Absolutely. And don't ever feel bad if you don't respond to our message back. That's okay. We told Yeah. And and yeah, like Talian said, like you saw amazing results, 11 pound loss. That's that's awesome. And like life happens like you have PCOS and you have life responsibilities. So mm-hmm. these things will happen. And you know, it sounds like you're already back to it. So back at it. It's amazing. All right. The next one is from a sister who is in the sisterhood. Samantha, do you want to read it? Sure. Samantha says, I am so glad I rejoined the sisterhood. The new app that you guys have makes everything so easy. I love the recipes and the trackers help me keep on track with things like uh, things I like. 
remembering to drink my spearmint tea and track my carbs. I love finding the workouts in one place and not having to go searching for them. It's only been a few weeks and I feel night and day better. I'm also fitting, she said in parentheses, squeezing into some old jeans that I had just given up on. Thank you for all that you guys do. Go you. Amazing, Samantha. We're so happy for you. And yeah, just a reminder for anyone, if you're interested in the app, when you um, enroll in the course, the four-week meal and workout plan, you will get one year free access to the app at no extra charge. So we're hoping that if you're interested, you take advantage of that promo. Yeah. We're going to link it in the description. Yep. It'll be all in the description of the episode. Awesome. Well. All right, sisters. This was fun. Yeah. That is the episode. I think we're going to go ahead and record another one now. Yeah. But thank you everybody for listening. We are so excited with the summer coming up. You know, spring is just... Sprung. Sprung, yeah. Spring has sprung. And we're growing a lot of herbal teas. (laughs) And it's just going to be great. It's going to be a great summer. We have spearmint. It's going to be wonderful. I'll show you everything on stories. Mm -hmm. Talk to you soon, sisters. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey sisters, just wanted to let you know that all of our podcast episodes have corresponding blog posts that dive deeper into each topic. So head over to PCOSWeightLoss.org slash blog. Is it slash or is it backslash blog? I don't know. I've always heard one or the other. It's forward slash. Or slash? Just in case, you can also go to PCOSWeightLoss.org.